I want to emphasize or maybe rather break down resilience, um, especially because it's so relevant recently, but just as a business owner, you really have to have a grasp over your mind. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Maddie Boning of Stone Sunstone Candles. Maddie, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hi, Gresh. Thank you so much for having me here. Really Definitely. Excited. I'm excited as well, too, and, and super um, appreciative of you taking some time out with all the awesome things that you're doing. And what I wanted to do is just read a little bit more about Maddie so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Maddie is the passionate founder and owner of Sunstone Candles, which was established in Catonsville, Maryland during August 2016. Maggie, Maddie specializes in the craft of candle making using 100% soy wax and excels in creating extraordinary fragrances. Maddie has been passionate about helping others all throughout her life and now aims to help others find their own light through the Sun Sewn Candles community. Maddie has successfully grown her handmade candle business, which started as a very grassroots operation into a versatile and flexible aromatherapy business, which operates in both B2C and B2B capacities. Maddie, great to have you again on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? I am. I'm ready. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, let's do it then. And I know I touched on it a little bit, uh, what I like to call your CEO story to hear about how you got started. Can you take us through a little bit more about that and what led you get started for this? Sure, absolutely. So like you mentioned, Sunstone started as a very grassroots operation. And what I mean by that is I started making candles in my kitchen in my one bedroom apartment in Catonsville. And um, I didn't know it at the time, but to do it, my market research, so to speak, I took my candles to a local farmer's market. And to my surprise, to be honest, I sold out. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll try that again. <laughs> and I, I did, and I made as many candles as I could. And it was a lot of trial and error at that time. And I found a lot of success in person at the farmer's market. So I expanded to craft shows and all kinds of different festivals. and. One day a door opened to wholesale. Uh, a lady approached me and she asked me if I sell my candles wholesale. And at the time, I didn't know what wholesale meant, <laughs> but, but instinctively I was like, yes, I do. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and that got me into my first store. It was in Towson, Maryland. Um, and that opened more doors. She had a friend in another uh, in another state <clears throat> and they placed a wholesale order and then it grew organically. Um, and I went to pretty much every main street around and I had basically a backpack of candles and information sheets. And I said, hi, you know, my name is Maddie. My company's name is Sunstone Candles. And I found a lot of success that way. So yeah, very grassroots operation. Um, and I opened a store in Union Station in Washington, D.C. Um, in November of 2019, which wasn't the best time, but 
we'll we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, but it's 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 grown very organically, and I think one of my favorite parts about it is um, interacting face to face with customers for sure. Yeah, so that makes. That's a sort of summary. There's a lot of information and, and stories in between all of that, but that's overview. Yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing that. And I love the story just because I think as when we first connected, uh, we talked a little bit about the, the grassroots the organic way that you were able to grow it. And, and it reminded me a lot of, you know, Kevin Plank, who's kind of in our stomping ground, so to speak, was able to kind of build everything in his grandma's basement. And when somebody asked him, did he have like a product, he didn't have any idea what it was, but his instinctive response was, of course, I didn't know how to do that. And then he started to create Under Armour for there. So I love how you kind of just stepped into it. And a lot of times we don't, we forget that a lot of times the steps kind of align themselves after the fact if you kind of know and are passionate about what it is that you do. Yeah, yeah. I've learned to just sort of trust at this point. If I have a large goal and take small steps towards it, I, I know that I can build or recognize or the steps will come. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And we definitely need to know it during times like this, especially too, and, and knowing that sometimes if we take the steps and, and then, you know, always lean towards action, I, as I like to say, then a lot of times those steps start to, to um, become more apparent of what we should or shouldn't do. And so um, I know we touched a little bit upon like how you work with your clients, the B2B and the B2C piece. Could you take us through a little bit more of that and how you serve the clients you work with? Sure. So um, I still, my favorite thing to do still is going to markets and in-person vendor events. So I still do a lot of that. Um, and like I mentioned, I had the retail store. Uh, I have an online presence where I sell directly to customers. So that's the B2C. And then B2B is um, wholesaling and subscription boxes and things along those lines. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and, and again, I, I love how, you know, you've been able to kind of distinguish, you know, those two aspects of business. And I think, you know, being able to have kind of like a holistic type business where you're able to kind of lean on both during certain times, one might be stronger than the other or vice versa. So you have, it sounds like a, a really strong base. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, I, I would say last year, it was about 50-50 split between it. Um, but now that it's spring and vendor events are opening back up again, um, online is, is actually picking up recently. So I would say it's more towards 70-30 right now. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And, and I love the phrase that you use, you know, when you were telling your story as well too, that market research. And I think so many times uh, as entrepreneurial people, we get, we become in love with our ideas. But I think, as you said so well, being able to kind of sit down and have that direct interaction, be able to do those sales directly there at those those markets allows you that opportunity to know, um, you know, if your product is potentially good or what adjustments you can make. And then it gives you that kind of face to face market research. So it does provide that potential opportunity to scale. For sure. Uh, for example, yesterday I was at a pop up event and um, somebody asked for unscented candles, which I have just one small decorative one, but they wanted like a large one. So you know what, next time I go somewhere, I'll have unscented candles. So it's definitely every time I go somewhere, I feel like I learned something. 
Yeah. And, and I always feel like that's how you kind of stay, uh, I guess, for lack of a better term, ahead of the trends, because you're having those interactions. And before you know it, those are things that people are looking for. And you've already been kind of, um, you know, creating those products or creating that service or whatever it might be, because people are having those questions and you're able to kind of stay attuned and listen to those um, potential opportunities. For sure. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this can be for yourself personally or your business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Um, well, I think the word resilience comes to mind. And I think that that's very important. Um, and I, I can say from like a business idea standpoint that the experience of my product um, and there being a surprise crystal inside. It's a very clean burning product overall. It's what I hope is a very good experience for, for the people who buy them. And um, so that's, that's what I could say on a product standpoint, uh, secret sauce wise. <laughs> um, but from an entrepreneurial or CEO uh, leader standpoint, I would say resilience. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Hmm. Well, in my immediate vision, I see several whiteboards on my wall. Um, so that's an easy answer. Um, yeah, whiteboards help me a lot. I just, it helps me organize. I have a paper calendar. I'm very old, old school in that way, I guess. Um, but resource wise, I want to give recognition to local organizations that help entrepreneurs um, because that I when I when I sit back and like reflect on the last several years of growing my business, um, so much of my knowledge on business came from those local resources or entrepreneurs. Um, now, I didn't go to college for a business or anything, so I don't have any uh, formal education like that, but I'm a big believer that life can teach you a whole lot, um, but you do have to learn things like accounting and how to make a business plan and how to do marketing because that's ever-changing, um, so... I would really encourage people to utilize the local resources that are there for entrepreneurs. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. I wanna emphasize or maybe rather break down resilience, um, especially because it's so relevant recently, but just as a business owner, you really have to have a grasp over your mind um, because there are so many thoughts to be had um, and there are so many things to do um, and you'll get tired and you'll, you know, it's, it's really um, treacherous, if you will, uh, mentally. Um, but the, the resilience, well, first of all, you have to put yourself first. You have to take care of yourself physically and mentally, because if you don't, you will, um, what's the word, burn out, you will burn out. Um, it's unavoidable. It will happen. So you have to take care of your health. You have to feel good for your mind to, 
work well, to put it simply, I guess. Um, and when I think about what I think makes a person resilient as to have that as a characteristic, I think it's a combination of having people around that are willing to support you and having a mission to work towards. So I think if you can establish those two things and then just kind of focus on them and keep your eyes on that when, when the days are hard and long. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Maddie, truly appreciate that. And now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Maddie, what does being a CEO mean to you? Um, a CEO specifically, I think. So I, I'm a very literal person. My brain is very literal. And so chief executive officer, right, to break that down, um, I, the word leader comes to mind for me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Maddie, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Um, so you can get a hold of me. My website is sunstonecandles.com. Um, I keep an updated schedule of what in-person events uh, that I'll be at if anyone wants to come meet me in person. Like I said, that's my favorite part of things. Um, but you can also email me and introduce yourself that way. Um, I, what I'm working on next, uh, like I mentioned, I had the retail store in DC. Um, bad timing, but that's, you know, that's okay. It happens. Um, so now I'm really focusing on those, those in-person events and figuring out what I can do online. And I thought of a good idea last week and it's to do little like flights have been popular recently, like with iced coffee, I've seen a local honey place do it. So I'm going to make small little tester and sell them in packs like earthy or floral or, uh, fresh and clean sort of thing. And they'll be like seed floor packs. So be on the lookout for those. Um, and I think that I just want to say to be sure to, to maintain a sense of humility because I feel like so many folks have their guards up these days. Um, but humility and then to know that you don't have to do it all alone for one, that there's people around to help, that it's totally fine to have help, to accept help. Um, uh, and then being a leader or a CEO or entrepreneur is really about soft skills and not so much about technical skills. So yeah, I think that's my closing thought. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I absolutely appreciate and love that, uh, Maddie. Uh, we will definitely have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can find out uh, what events they had and all the awesome things that you're doing. But I love kind of like those those last, you know, points as well, too, because I think we sometimes forget about the, the human aspect of business. And I love that you mentioned that people part in your definition as well, too, because I think we forget about that and, you know, going in line with, you know, being resilient, um, understanding the, the mental part of running a business. Sometimes there's ups and downs and uh, things get shaken and turned upside down. And we forget about that 
that um, human part. We forget about sometimes uh, the really high highs, but the really not so high lows that, that we kind of go through. Yeah. And if we have that peace and knowing that we don't have to do it all ourselves, that it's okay if things don't always work out well, that's the best piece we can have because we can always just try to put our best foot forward. So I appreciate you so much, you know, for doing that and talking about that resilience piece and then the passion and all those things, because it's something that we often forget. And, and I, I appreciate all, obviously all the awesome work that you're doing as well too. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.